This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 17 weeks, 4 quarters, 60 minutes. And it all leads up to one winning, winning try. Monday felt more like, you know, sorry and kind of um a little depressing to be honest just the mood felt a little depressing and um you know Kyle Hamilton talked about how they didn't you know they they thought they'd be getting ready to prepare for the Super Bowl you know they thought that mm-hmm. there would still be going on so for them to now you know hit that abrupt end because the NFL season ends abruptly for you you know you especially this time of year in the postseason like Okay, you you lost in the AFC Championship game. Next day, boom, you're there throwing all your stuff in trash bags. I mean, it, right. it comes to a screeching halt. So, um, I think I think it's still the reality of the situation is still hitting guys. Um, but I do think that their mood has kind of shifted from upset and angry to kind of just you know sorry you know just you know uh i don't want to say that they're depressed I, you know i don't think that they're depressed but I, I, the mood just feels down they, they they just really feel down because they're disappointed at this point that you know their season ended earlier than they thought it would yeah and um i don't think that that's how anybody saw this going so i'm gonna be honest with you cordell i'm gonna be very um frank about what i saw uh, in this game, and it's not going to be pretty. Um, and there's, I'm just going to lay it out on the line. I'm going to start with the offense. Um, throwing for 37 attempts and having 16 total rushes, and I think six of those was your quarterback, is unacceptable. It's not who you are. You pretended to be somebody else out there. You waited all year to do what it is that you've done, which is be the number one 
rush offense to decide that on this day, I'm going to challenge the number four pass defense in the NFL in the Kansas City Chiefs, opposed to the number 28th rush defense without William Gray at linebacker who was dealing with a neck injury. So for me, if anybody is upset in that locker room, they got to look in the mirror. It starts with them. It starts with whoever was calling the plays, whether it be Todd Munkin, whether Lamar Jackson was uh, going out of run plays and calling out of run plays, whether it's John Harbaugh for allowing that because allegedly at halftime he said we need to run the ball more and they did nothing of the sort. But whoever that Ravens team on offense was yesterday is not the team that got them there. So for whatever reason, them thinking that that day was the day to do something different was foolish, stupid, ridiculous. I could go all day when I named names on adjectives on what, what I saw yesterday. Disappointing is an understatement. I cannot understand logically why anybody would do what the Baltimore Ravens did on offense yesterday. And it's highly disappointing. This is the only thing I can come up with, Cordell is that coaches and players alike feed into the exact narratives that media pushes out there, which is Lamar Jackson can't throw and he can't win playoff games, you know, without uh, if, without his legs, right? And the only thing I can come up with is that somebody tried to change that narrative about Lamar. I don't know who it was, but somebody came up with this idea that they were going to make him the, the hero of the day, similar to Russell Wilson in the Super Bowl when he uh, passed the ball as opposed to giving it to Marshawn Lynch, and it turned out to be a disaster. So now we're continuing to have these conversations on the narrative as opposed to saying Lamar changed the narrative by doing what needed to be done that got them there to advance to a Super Bowl. I think that that's, I think I'm done with my rant there. <laughs> it's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot to unpack. Um, I, I'm going to start at the top. And uh, we, we're going offense. I'll start with the offensive coordinator when I say the top. I'll start with Todd Monken. Um, I thought Todd Monken kind of, like you mentioned, got away from what got the Ravens here. Obviously, they needed to run the ball more than they did. I mean, 16 carries on the day and your quarterback has half of them to himself. That That's, you know, that that's not going to get it done. Now, in a way... I feel like they should have leaned more towards Lamar, Lamar's legs. I think Lamar only had two designed quarterback runs in the game called for him. This is a guy that is your leading rusher. He had 100 rushing yards in the game just a week ago yep. against the Texans, and yet they refused to go to their best weapon, which is Lamar's legs. As great as a passer as Lamar has shown himself to be this year, his best weapon is his legs. And that brings me to Lamar Jackson. I think you mentioned it. Some of these guys are falling into the narratives a little bit, and I don't know if that's what Lamar's doing. I know for a fact Lamar doesn't just sit and watch 
what all the talking heads are saying. He's not listening intentionally to what people are saying, but he hears it. He acknowledged that after the Texans game, he sees it. He's on social media all the time. So whether or not he's looking for it, it doesn't matter. He sees it and he'll never say it. And I don't have anything to, you know, to, to back this up factually. I can only go off of my feelings and what I see, but that game is one of those moments where to me, it seems like Lamar is at times almost ashamed of the type of quarterback that he is. Yep. It's, it's like he's ashamed to be a mobile quarterback. Yep. And, the, and and people have, and when I get into the debates at times with just not even on there, just around my friends, people I know when it comes to Lamar Jackson, because those debates are endless. Everybody always tries to make it seem like it's a negative that Lamar Jackson is mobile. Every yeah. I, I just don't understand the logic in people making it seem like a quarterback who can not only beat you with his arms, but is, is also able to beat you with his legs is somehow a negative and is used against him when you yep. start comparing him to other quarterbacks in the league. And whether Lamar wants to admit it or not, his play gives off that he's buying into it and he wants to prove people wrong. Lamar is holding the ball longer than any quarterback in the NFL. And it it, it is mind blowing. I'm not saying that there are guys streaking open because to be honest with you, I was really disappointed with the wide receivers and I'll get to them in a second, but outside of Zay Flowers, there weren't many people consistently winning and the chiefs played a lot of man coverage in that that's game. That's what they do though. But that's what, that's what the tape showed you all it year for now that they, they play man coverage. And that to me is why I think they got cute because they mm-hmm. thought that their, their receivers were going to play better than their defensive backs. And right. that's what happened. And, and you would, you know, and I think a lot of, I think of, you know, people acknowledge the chiefs defense, this year and how good they were, but I don't think people really, really buy into how good that defense was. And you got yep. to see how good they are, especially at the corner position. Legarius Sneed and uh, uh and, and my guy uh McDuffie uh, McDuff Trent uh Trent McDuffie studs studs both of them one or both of them are all one pro. of them are all pro. And I want to say there, there we go. Yeah, I want to say it, it, it could be either of them, but I, I feel like it might be McDuffie. I could be wrong on that. But they both played a great game in that game. And they're glued to the receivers. Outside of Zay, which is why Zay had the game that he had, Zay's the only one that was really consistently winning in man coverage. Um, Lamar's holding the ball forever. He's looking for big plays down the field. But you've got to see – look, your your O-line – and the O-line will get picked apart. Ronnie Stanley will get thrown under the bus for that fumble, the strip fumble. But I, and initially I thought, you know – that was more on Stanley than it was Lamar. But after going back and rewatching it, you can't hold the ball that long and sit back there and pat the ball like that and think nobody's going to get to you. You got to make a decision. And so for me, that's what it comes down to. I, I, I think once Lamar gets over this whole narrative driven thing about the way his style of play is, I think that that'll be when this Ravens team will really be able to take their game to the next level. Um, I, I just think, Right now, he's he's going against the grain and his opportunities for him to use his superpower and, and he's leaving the game with bullets still in the holster. Um, yep. the, I, before you get into something else, I just want to agree with you on the fact that 
you know, <clears throat> Josh Allen out here running the ball, right. going crazy. Right. Brock Purdy yesterday, five yep. rushes for 48 yards. I didn't even know Brock Purdy had could, could run like that. But he did what he needed to do mm-hmm. to win the football game. And until Lamar realizes that a part of the package of who he is is his legs, then this is what's going to continue to happen. I and and back to you, Frank. Yeah, and and a part of that is also the play call and give them give more designed runs, call more of those. I don't know if Lamar's checking out of the run plays or what happened. I know you mentioned that. I don't know what was going on with that. Um, but you got to call more than two designed run plays. For I him. agree. I, 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 all year I've been saying court every quarterback designed run for him is still in money, and yet you go into the biggest game of the year against this dude and. You you just don't even call it. I just it, it is is mind blowing to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, but to the receivers, the receivers, it's not it. It's not it. I, I, people, can, we can say in one breath that this receiving core is the best group that Lamar has had in his career. It's a fact. It is. It's much improved. While that may be the case, they are still at best average. Average compared to the rest of the league. Average. Even if you want to compare them to the division, it's average. So you got to see that in that game. Zay's the only one that can consistently get separation. I don't know what's up with him and Bateman. I think they like each other personally. Personally, I think they do like each other. But (laughs) football-wise, they need a divorce yesterday. They, yep. they're not on the same page. If there's he doesn't any, look this way at all, Cordell. He does not look. telling them to go upfield, and Bateman doesn't even go upfield in the scramble drill and comes back. I mean, what? And then they're and then both of them, body language wise, are are doing things at each other. Lamar's like, I'm telling you to go up, and Bateman's just like, what you want? You you know, it's it, it's yeah. bad. It's bad. I wouldn't be surprised if Bateman is yet again probably asked for a trade. And, and is out of here this offseason. They're not going to pick up his fifth-year option. I mean, at this point, what are we doing? What, what, yeah. what are we doing when it comes to that receiving core? Um, yeah. But go ahead. I know you have something to say. No, no, no. I mean, I, I'm just with you. Like, I literally watched um, Rashad Bateman be single-covered all day mm-hmm. with no help on that mm-hmm. side. And Lamar, the one time that he decided to throw Bateman's way, he was double-covered. I just don't understand the logic. Uh, and, and, and a lot of that has to do, like you said, with both of them not being on the same page with each other. And I don't know how you've gotten to an AFC championship with that, uh, with dealing with that at that mm-hmm. point. Um, so I agree. I don't think, you know, they're not going to exercise this fifth year option. And once they do that, once they make that, public i gotta assume the next thing is is that he's going to ask for a trade understandably so you know what i'm saying because he doesn't feel like he's being utilized here he's not right. and the, and lamar is probably like yeah we're not on the same page which they're probably not so right. i just don't see how this works out moving forward that that's that's pretty much where i am i mean it's hit is it's hit a dead end we've been waiting around for the bateman and lamar connection to to work out and and it just hasn't it's time to accept that and move on one last thing on the wide receivers i gotta mention the zay plays the the taunting penalty i didn't have a problem with that penalty i I know people had their issues but look you can't they flag defensive that that 
that penalty is really for defensive guys who make the tackle and stand over the guy and, and you know, ce- and celebrate over them. And in this case, it was Zay. Not only did Zay stand over him and flex over him, he pushed him down as he's trying to get up. And and, and then, like, I don't think he threw the ball at him, but it, it, it's the combination of everything right there. The official is standing right there. Right there. It's a great moment. I feel his energy. It was a big play. Puts him in the red zone. Can't happen. 